Hi, this is Eric Arneville, co-creator of All We Know About Andrew WK. You can get it because like AWK about AWK, awk about awk. Uh, yeah, it's very funny, and this is very funny. Um, this episode's great. It's about I Get Wet, and I got a guest on here called uh, named Grant. He's called Grant, too. Uh, it's, it's a great episode. I, I, I love it. Just want to say, though, we're still figuring it out, still working out the kinks. I'm not sure 100% how I want to structure the episodes yet. So if it seems like I'm scrambling a lot to try to figure out what to talk about next or what to say, that's why I don't have it all figured out yet. But this is the greatest podcast of all time, and it will be uh, continue to be for the next eight episodes, nine episodes. I don't know. I don't know how many episodes I'm going to do. The plural the episode. All right, I guess we're already going. So, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to, uh, wait. <laughs> welcome to, what's the name of the show again? Welcome. AWK about AWK. That's right. Welcome to All We Know About Andrew WK. Nice. We're talking awk about awk here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> our special guest for this evening is... My name is Grant. You might recognize him from? Grant. That's right. Um, I'm Eric. I'm your co-host. And next to me, to and my I'm other Solis. left. I'm Solice. <laughs> this is going really good so yeah, far. Yeah, it is. So, listen. Solice, did Eric tell you my pitch for the name of the podcast? No. Which one was that? It's Potty Hard, but P-O-D-D-Y. Yes, <laughs> I should It's just a surprise that I didn't say that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say that. I was honestly going to be a little embarrassed if you had said I that. I so. definitely wouldn't have called it. Oh, you mean if I just would have said it in general? Well, if you had introduced the podcast <laughs> and it was called that, I just would have been like, he could have come up with something better. <laughs> Potty hard. <laughs> well, listen. So last night, it's actually the night before last now, I have a dream. I have a vision of a new album from Andrew WK called American Maniac, Volume 1. Lead single, Stump. Here I am watching his music video in my dreams, and he's on a boat, on the deck of a boat, playing his piano, purple water, black background, some fog, American wooden Maniac, ship. Volume 1, written on the uh, boat. What'd you say? I said wooden ship. It's a, it's a wooden ship. And this has me thinking, you know, this is all probably going to happen. Yeah. And it's so kind of like your vision journal. It's my vision journal, and so I'm going to prepare for that by making... Uh, podcast doing a uh, album by album by pottying hard. I'm gonna be pottying hard on every single track here. And Celise, what do you think? I think that uh, he'll do whatever you say in this because he listen he'll listen to it. Do you think we can get him on? Probably. I feel like I do not think you guys will get him on <laughs> no, this. I would love to. I like not. picturing him sitting crouched around this one <laughs> microphone like I am right now. That would be funny. I, I think it would be hilarious. I think it's gonna happen. I think it's very possible. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna happen. And It'd I, be worth it just for the behind right. the scenes picture of you guys all around. Exactly. The like, and we're also we're almost you're showing there. Pictures of himself. <laughs> this isn't you, right? Look, look at this guy right next to me. <laughs> but like, okay, we're already almost there. We got yeah. two fifteen dollar gift cards from the man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, posters on the way. And so that's kind of why I, I decided to do this was because of the poster. So, 
Album one, I get wet. We got twelve tracks here. This is this is his first album. Now, I mean, I can get into all the history. You should, and I this will. Is the first episode, or I, don't know I if will. You're taking a, a break and working. Well, back we are going to have a like... middle episode where we really take it slow. But are you going to take it back? I'm going to take it back, but I'm also going to take it forward. I'm, I'm going to pay it forward. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically, at this point. We're talking, what, 1999, 2000? This guy shows up in New York, and he's just hanging around. He doesn't have many friends or connections in New York. He has a a couple demo tapes of songs with not really polished material yet. Party Till You Puke. Party Till You Puke, right. And uh, there's a few songs on there that that do end up on this album, but with different names. Like, Girl's Own Love was like... Girls want spuds or something like that. No, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I would listen to that. <laughs> that sounds like a Weird Al parody yeah. of it, but uh, it was something along the lines of that. No, no, no. It's Girls Want Juice, I think. Okay. <laughs> oh, I gotta look this up. I don't want to just say that. You're just saying stuff already. <laughs> but anyway, at some point, this album, he gets recording studio time. He pu- puts a band together and he records this album. And uh, he's just, it goes to number one. And no one knows who this guy is. No one knows how he managed to get this album out so easily and chart it so easily and whatnot. Now, in the video that I asked you to watch for this episode, That's right. uh, he confusingly says that he launched this album in London. I don't know what that means, and I didn't read anything about... He might have... I didn't read that either. He might have just been in London when it launched. It's just something he says, like, offhandedly towards the beginning or at some point in that video, and I'm just like, I I don't remember ever reading about this man being in London. So, again, can we trust anything this man says? No, we can't trust anything he says. That's going to be a through line for this whole thing, but I do want to say, I did look it up, Girl's Own Love was originally called Girl's Own Juice. Nice. Oh, okay. That's, that's <laughs> good. Um, okay. Let's see if I can see anything about London here in the credits. I, I doubt I will. But now it says we got New Jersey Studios. It's all LA, LA, NYC, Michigan, Colorado. I'm seeing no London here. Well, look, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm telling you what the man himself said. Hey, but thank you, Mom, Dad, Patrick, Christina, and Jimmy. Thank you, be from mm. London. And of course, Steve Mike up there at the top, which. Steve. We're going to have to talk about it at some point, but not yet. So, first, before we really dig into the meat and bones here, what did you think of the album? I mean, I'd listened to this album before when I was younger. When okay. I, when I, first, I didn't know if you listened to the whole thing or yeah, not. Yeah, when I was younger, I listened to the whole thing okay. at some point. But uh, I didn't remember most of it, so I was, I was happy to revisit this. And find out that what your memory Every song is. sounds like <laughs> the songs that I did remember from yeah, that's it. right. That's right. Um... And were there any standouts or any new ones that you were like, that one was good? I don't remember that one. Uh, there are moments that I really liked from mm-hmm. this album that I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to recall before mm-hmm. this uh, right. re-listen, but I don't think I there's a single like track that I was like, oh, this one's getting added to rotation. Well, okay. Yeah, I think with this one, I felt the same way where I knew like Party Hard and She's Beautiful and a couple tracks on it, and then I whenever I bought the CD, which... He has the CD. Holding it. Um, I would play it in the car, kind of just letting it repeat. And every time it would repeat, there would be a different song that I'm like, oh, I didn't even take I didn't take note of that one before. Because it does, it does just sound like the other songs. But there's something about it that I like more that isn't on those other songs. So, 
it's not necessarily a glowing review of it, but, but I think every time I listen to it, there's another song I appreciate that I didn't appreciate last time. But that mm-hmm. could also be Stockholm Syndrome. What do you think? This is an awesome podcast so far. <laughs> we really haven't even complimented this man's music yet. Well, look, the thing about this album is I feel like it has a very mm-hmm. uh, defined sound. It's very cohesive. Yeah. Every song uh, sounds like the other one. That's true. And the, there's never a time where there is no sound at all. That's it's true. true. Constant, yeah. like, and another thing, overwhelming. I would love to see like the audio waveform for this album because it's probably just the, <laughs> yeah. like, a single, like a rectangle. Yeah. Well, what is interesting is that, I mean, this is the first thing he, he produced this album. It's the first thing he ever produced and it's produced very well. Like, I mean, for all the instruments bleeding together, they also kind of like, it doesn't sound muddy or anything like that. So that's something that I think is, cause I feel like a lot of people try to do what he was saying he was trying to do of like making it all sound like one instrument or yeah. just sound like a noise. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Reading that he wanted the yeah. band to sound like one instrument was kind of crazy. I feel like I've heard other people do that, but when they do, it just sounds like a muddy, just like yeah. nothing. Whereas in this, every sound is defined. You can tell what's going on. It's it's well produced, but it does yeah. just sound like... It does sound like every instrument's playing the exact same yeah. note. Yeah. <laughs> every instrument's playing the same thing so that it sounds as loud and big as possible. Now, I believe it was, Rolling Stone said this. I just want to I get, believe Rolling Stones. <laughs> I want to get your take on it. I get wet is brilliant, brilliantly dumb, or just dumb. Wow. It they posed a question. No, they just said that somewhere in the uh, review. That's a pretty. That sums up this album. <laughs> I, because the, every time, because I, I feel like when I first heard it, I just thought it was goofy. But the more I listened to it, it's the, like Max. Like I'm sorry. Well, Max. I see. I, that's very funny. I want everyone to know that. <laughs> that is hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> whenever I was listening to this album, I felt like it was just a little silly. You got anything for that one? No, that's... Uh... Uh, but the more I listen to it, the clearer it becomes that there are little things in it that I think were intended to just throw you off about it. And that, that it was always intended to sound that way. That it didn't just end up sounding silly. That it was like always intending it. Yeah. To kind of become something like that. I think the joke of I Get Wet is that it's supposed to sound like a team created what they think likable music would sound like. With like hidden messages and like subtle clues throughout the whole thing to make it sound like that's not the case, I guess. Or that there's something like deeper. There's nothing subtle about Ready to Die. <laughs> Like, no, there is nothing subtle about that song. You're absolutely right about that. But it sounds so friendly. It does. So that's the difference. You don't think it ready to die sounds friendly? I don't friendly? think any song of this album sounds friendly. Uh, well, just that. It starts with that like toy piano yeah, sound. Yeah, I, I, I have notes know. for every... Are we going to track by oh, track oh, at some point? We, oh, yeah, we should. Well, I assumed we were going to. We are going to, but I didn't know you prepared for that. That's that's what I just I didn't want to be talking about any specific ones until... If we no, were going to do that, I don't That's good. We should maybe take a moment, though, to talk about our personal experience with Andrew WK. Oh, no, shit. <laughs> because I feel like it's kind of an elephant in the room right yeah. now. Uh, this man called us out on Instagram, yeah. like, uh, maybe like four months ago now or something like that. It yes. doesn't feel like it's been that long, but, I mean, we clapped back, so. Yeah, I mean, we clapped back the same day, so I could, well, I could verify the You're date right. that it happened. Well, one day I woke up. And I checked Andrew WK's story, as I often do, not knowing that I, <laughs> I was going to be on it. And I just saw a wall of text where he was just like, 
This is just a black screen and a wall of text. <laughs> it was a black screen and a wall of text where he just said, like, this is a lie. This is bullshit. You, you're telling lies and there are no clones. Don't believe these people. Don't believe these. <laughs> and then I was like, he damn. He just po- pasted the link into the Instagram post. Which but he also you, did a yes, swipe, did up. swipe up. But you also, you can't click on a link to <laughs> Instagram post. Why would you even do that? And, and anyway, so I was like, man, Andrew WK's riled up this morning. I wonder what uh, got him all mad. Swiped up, saw my dumb face, and just that, that it said sound ass at the bottom. Just the fact that sound, sound ass, ass is on there. Andrew WK charity stream. <laughs> How did he even find this? I don't know. I, it, 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 I don't that, know. Like, the video been up for like two months. Yeah. There are also it's it, followed by been... two different dance streams. <laughs> well, I feel like there was even more on the channel. Like you, you had oh, to you had to search or just we didn't tag the video or anything. I, know, I, that's, like... I don't get it. I really have no idea how they found that's that. Weird. Other than that, it says Andrew WK in the title, but like I feel like you. I don't know. <laughs> I at least I don't know how he found if it. If I typed in Andrew WK on YouTube, I would have to go like a hundred pages in to find our video. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, even if he was scrolling by like recently uploaded. It does. It was months old at that point. Nothing about it makes any fucking sense. Yeah, I don't. But not much about Andrew WK. Makes no, that's sense. the thing. Is it added fuel to the fire? It was six months. Oh, no, six months ago that we did the charity stream. Right. And how many since we clapped? back? Two months since we clapped back. It just feels like wow, much longer. Yeah, it, it feels like it was a while ago when we clapped back. Well, that's that just speaks to really how long it took him to even take notice. August nineteenth is when we clapped back. Well, everyone should type in sound s Andrew WK if you want to hear. <laughs> Well, first of all, part of it comes up is well, hard, hard boiled. <laughs> well, first of all, that video wasn't coherent enough to warrant a response from Andrew no. WK. There are probably a hundred more videos from people talking about the subject that he could have re- replied to that would have been better use of his time. Our video it starts with him playing piano for a second, and then Eric going pausing, and going, "Now that was awesome," <laughs> which is true. And it was awesome, <laughs> but. Yeah, it is mainly me having a lot of conspiracy theories on it in my head, but not any means of getting it out of my head and just yeah. like kind of like word dumping a lot of stuff and not ever forming a coherent sentence. I don't yeah. think that whole video. I, I I sound drunk on that video. Well, it was also four a.m. We did it like again at four a.m. <laughs> we streamed this to Instagram, thinking this will be funny. We yeah. had this conversation every few weeks. That's right. We could do this again on camera. We'll just pull pictures. It'll be a good time. No, and it was a great time. It was a great time. And then we I forgot all about it. And then the, the funniest thing about it that I always think about is that the second half of that video is me defending Andrew WK to Danny. Yeah. And Danny making us watch that awful song. <laughs> like that music video. Uh, Andrew WK part. Pretty good. No. I don't like any part of that song. I don't, I don't really think. like much of that. I, I don't remember much of that song. I Maybe that's why he called part. us out because we got to that. He got to that part of the video, and I'm just like, this song fucking sucks. <laughs> forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, Andrew forgot he did that song. Now I did like in that video that you told me to watch that every time they cut to the interview of him, that's like he looks kind of like he does in, in the, the What's, What's in My Bag, bag video. video. Yeah. He, he honestly just looks like anyone I would see in a record store. I feel like I wish you'd gotten to the end of the interview part because like mm-hmm. he starts to answer some question, then he's just like, "I think there are dog feces here." <laughs> then he just like points at the bush behind him, and then that's the end of the entire interview segment. And then the rest of it's just a filmed like speaking engagement. <laughs> I feel like I'm, we're gonna have to seek that out real quick. Uh, I mean, it's really not even that far from here. It's not towards that part, but we should par- watch the. But there's remakes. that. 
It's the end of this bit? I don't even remember there being another interview part that late in it. I just, yeah, there's like a... Well, it's kind of... Hap- I don't know. Well, hey, look, look, I don't remember what exactly happened then. My bad. Oh, oops. We'll search, we'll, we'll search for that. And, you know, next episode, we'll, I'll have a, a great reaction <laughs> <Yes>. to it. <laughs> but I forgot basically what I was talking about. But either way... Well, Celise, what do you think about this album overall? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It was just really noisy. It is really noisy. <laughs> now, what do you... See, I, I mean, don't I don't get mind the... the noise. It's just... No, yeah. Overwhelming. It's, it's very, very aggressive. Yeah. It is yeah. aggressive. <laughs> Immediately aggressive and but doesn't let up. Unrelenting is a... Oh, but the yeah. thing is that, like you said, it doesn't sound friendly, but I think it sounds aggressively, like, like happy... But then you li- like pay attention to anything he's saying, and that's not. I don't <laughs> yeah. even feel happy. I feel like upbeat is a way I would describe. Yeah, it. but, but I, I would like, describe it as happy. I feel like he's screaming music- at me the entire album. But musically, I feel like there's a lot of instruments. And it's all like major key stuff with like a lot of, like toy piano sounds and like the uh, little xylophone noise he throws in. Happy is just a very specific feeling that yeah. I do not get. Oh no, I no, that, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying is I think it sounds happy, but any everything about it really isn't. I guess is basically what I yeah. I feel when I hear it, but I don't want to get into too many inside references here. But Ian's scared of this album. He, he's he said scared, that he said that this is all screaming. This I know is not friendly. <laughs> I know, no, no, but he. Well, I played "She Is Beautiful," which well, that song is not scary. No, that is the least scary song on the album, probably. Maybe I don't know. What do you think? Uh. I don't. I don't know if I want to declare a, a least scary song on this. Got to do it. It's not that bad. No, that that one isn't. You're right. Well, either way, he I think just thinks screamo is scary in general. Yeah. He said it would like disturbed him. Uh, she is beautiful, mm-hmm. which I thought was crazy. But if you think that song is even kind of scary, I think the lyrics on that song are pretty creepy. Well, they're oh, yeah. they're creepy. They're definitely creepy. And he's shouting them the entire time. So That's I don't, true. Again, don't think this album is friendly. I think a lot of the lyrics are kind of creepy. They are. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is like even on a song like She's Beautiful where the lyrics are creepy, the way that I think he sounds on that song and just the way everything sounds on that song is like just fun. I mean, it was in like family movies and stuff. I love that song. I, I love that song too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I just don't get happy, friendly vibes well, from this album. I guess. I mean, no, that makes sense. I get, I get upbeat. I think upbeat is just more. <laughs> You're more... telling me you don't get happy, friendly vibes from this? <laughs> the reason I keep coming back to upbeat is just because I feel like that's a way. It is very It's a upbeat. more musical way to describe how I'm feeling about it. I emotionally i don't even know if i get very many emotions from this album per I, se. I definitely <laughs> get overwhelmed yeah. yeah it would be the way to i would describe it how do you feel about like the constant four on the floor like I don't um, drum beats nah, i don't really i, I like it when it I gets people... dancier honestly in some of the other songs I, there's one in particular that i think is dancier than the other ones well maybe we should get into the track by track then yeah, whenever you want to get ready. so track one it's time to party how do you feel about that song? My first note was, man, I'm really about to listen to a whole album that sounds exactly like this one song. <laughs> yeah, and you did. Is that your only note for that one? No, I love all the synths in the background. Of yeah, I, I that I don't think I really realized how much synth there was there on every one of these songs, but I really enjoyed really focusing on that as I, yeah, I listened to this whole There's not a lot going on, and it's time to party. It's, I mean, a, it's pretty short. It's too. a short song. Mm-hmm. It's like It feels like an intro, but it also... It tells you exactly what the album is going right. to sound like. It sounds like it's supposed to be an intro, but it kind of sounds like it's almost a fully fleshed out song, but then it just yeah ends at a minute 30 or whatever, and then goes into Party Hard, which is like the song everyone knows. So that, that's all you had for It's Time to Party. Yes, but do you have any other enlightening uh, uh Well, Celise, what do you think of It's Time to Party? 
as an I, intro. I feel like it's hard to say anything about any of the songs on it because they true. all like melt together. And I just like listened to the entire thing today, so yeah. I can hard. I can say this. That's how I felt yesterday, pretty much. I can say this about it's time to party. When I bought the CD, I put it in just wanting to see if it sounded good, like the actual quality of the CD. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it didn't because the beginning of it's time to party starts with like a muffled drum beat, mm-hmm. and then the beat like I turned it up like really loud <laughs> oh, so no. I could hear it well. I was like, oh man, this quality sucks. I got ripped off or something. At some point, I accidentally turned the volume like yeah. I clicked the volume all the way to the top of my earbuds, and I just like <laughs> had to throw them off for a second. Yeah, it was so but loud. Then like a like. 10 seconds in or something very clear loud yeah. drums and guitars yeah. come in and it just gets so much louder so that's all i can really say about that song i do i do like it i mean I'm, i don't dislike any of the songs here so i i'm not gonna are you not gonna read your track tra- track readings from oh music? i feel yes, like i should, should be doing that too. well i don't know if you need to do it right I, sh- I should I it's not gonna it be it's not gonna be super interesting for this album i don't think well, i know i just feel like you should be it is hard to like differentiate that uh, i've got i'm fucking three tracks into zoo ropa by you two <laughs> you started another one well i felt like i had to this finish guy. the ironic trilogy that they made the ironic i've listened to two of them i have to listen to the third one uh, i guess i could slip and had to dismantle it on time <laughs> well i mean joshua tree's right there <laughs> anyway well god i'm lost all right so for track one it's time to party Woo. I gave it a four and a half out of five. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no peaking. <laughs> uh, so, how about Party Hard? Now, what can we even really say about this song that hasn't been already said? It's one of the greats. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, I didn't have to note that it's hard to separate my, my true feelings on the song from just how much I've had to hear it in commercials and trailers at this point. Yeah. Then I put maybe the spirit of the sky of our generation. <laughs> That's crazy. But I like the song still. So it's not like Spirit of the Sky, at least to me in that regard. Even then, I feel like with this album, I feel like now is the kind of the time, because it was in like every commercial and movie for a while, but at this point it feels like it kind of just left like the Zeitgeist for a while. Bill and Ted trailer, it was in That wasn't in it. It was was in the trailer. No, and the trailer was from the new album. You're not alone. Oh. So so I mean, it's crazy that it was that song too, because it wasn't it's like weird. a weird. I thought it was, it was like but... an instrumental cut from his new That's album. So weird. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Uh, and a Monsters University used it. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. But I haven't. Well, that's old too, though. Yeah, it's not, it's not super new. I didn't see it though, so I, I, I guess I'm. But either way, I, I wish I could have come with some more uh, recent examples. There's, I'm sure I've there's plenty. It, I've heard it in the past year in commercials and in trailers. Well, I feel like I'm I've sure never right. heard it in anything. Yeah, I feel like it's just like in recent memory, I haven't heard it in pop culture. Like in, in like, like commercials and The only movies. one that reminds, I, it's the only one I ever hear nowadays, especially. I mean, you're probably right. I'm just saying I have, I don't think I've heard it around recently. It just feels like at this point, it's kind of, I mean, Andrew WK at this point is kind of like just out in general. Yeah, but if they're going to play one of the songs in anything, it would it's be going to be Party Hard. Or She Is Beautiful, I guess, but it's probably going to be Party yeah. Hard. But then again, Bill and Ted. <laughs> I know, they're weirdos. And it it's a from his new album, I say, but it came out in like 2018. Yeah, 2018 so it's not like brand new or anything. So I don't really get, I don't know, I guess it makes sense. Andrew WK and Bill and Ted, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still interesting. Do you have any notes about Party Hard other than that? Uh, well, I guess the only other notes I have regarding the party hard have to do with other songs on here, so I wouldn't want to. Okay. I don't want to jump ahead. 
Uh, did I ever tell you about? Well, I did because it was the what we were just talking about the beginning of that Andrew WK video. Whatever we played at the very beginning of our video on yeah. it was the him playing the piano, and he plays uh, one of his songs from that new album, like the lead single from it. And he, it's not a piano song, but it sounds really good. He he he, he plays it well. Then he plays just like a classical piece, yes. and he like it's beautiful, and he nails it. <laughs> And then he's just like, uh, uh, I'm gonna. Um, we watched uh, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna play um, another uh, song that I uh, um, uh, that I, I made. And then he plays Party Hard and like butchers. <laughs> like, oh, it, no. like, it sounds bad. Oh, no. Which I mean, I get it's not a song made for piano, but like. Also, not a hard song. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not a hard song. Yeah. Song. It does have piano on it. Already, it does have piano. Too. And I said that, I say that, but I'm pretty sure all these songs were written on a piano. Is like the thing behind. I, I I I'm pretty sure I read that like all of Andrew WK's songs were written on a piano because that's like his main instrument. Even though it's a very guitar centric yeah. album, but even then I feel like it wouldn't. I mean I'm sure there are guitars on it, but it also the just the sound of the guitar sounds like it could be the keyboard setting for electric guitar. Yeah, you're right. At least like when they're layering everything, it feels like they maybe just. And that's probably because they have that on there too. They might <laughs> for all we know. Surprise. Yeah, but you're definitely right about like. The guitar will be playing the melody. The piano will be playing yeah, the melody. They're all like the will be the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I at gave, some point uh, in the song, I gave this one a five. Of course, I mean that's, that one's a five. That's a five. Track three, "Girls Own Love." This is what or I really "Girls started. Own Juice." Like, "Girls Own Juice," possibly. <laughs> this is where I really started to notice the overdubbing thing, and I like, had to just go back and read a bit about him. I didn't oh, realize okay. how about the instruments. I didn't know he was, it was all him. I thought there were other people doing background vocals, but. No, 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 he's the only one credited for vocals. <laughs> well, which is pretty crazy. He said he said Steve Mike did background oh, vocals. I don't. <laughs> this, that pisses me off. <laughs> one thing, one thing that I read was the the. Did you ever read about how one of I think his guitarist on this album, um, like kind of heard about all the allegations that he wasn't himself or whatever, and was just like, "What are you guys talking about?" Like that's like he like never noticed that Andrew was doing this. Basically, yeah. it was just like, "No, he's I met him. He's a real guy. He's a normal normal guy." And then he watched that video that we were watching, and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, now that I think about it, he would leave a lot and come back and be, like, way different. And he's saying he was going to go talk to Steve. Okay. <laughs> what the fucking hell? <laughs> I, that, I feel like, I hate to say that that maybe should have been the first episode is just addressing the conspiracy. I, I don't, can't spend that much time I know, I don't want to go, I don't want to go head over heels with that. Because I tears feel like, fears. well, I don't, because the Tears You're for Fears podcast, that, that's yeah. Ann Pants. No, but I, I don't want to start with that, I feel like, because no, it's I, just I so overwhelming. I know. We got to get right into the jams. I feel like we honestly could make like a full documentary though at this point. Yeah, we definitely could. We should. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, we definitely should. I would should. love to, I, I would love to. I'm green lighting that right now. I would love to do it. Salise, can you green light that for us? I'm green lighting that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Salise. See, I give this one a five. Oh, wait. I'm, wait, wait. Sorry. I thought we were still on Party Hard. Okay. Girls Own Love. Yeah. Or Girls Own Juice. Oh, this one reminded me of a Def Leppard song. Which one? A Girls Own Love. No, with a Def Leppard song. Oh, just like the general... Oh, this, it sounded like a Def... reverby drums with like all the shouting back and mm-hmm. forth. Maybe I was thinking of pour some sugar on me in particular. Oh, no. I know yeah, that's so vibe, crazy. I get it. That's just crazy because this might be my favorite song on the album. Yeah, <laughs> I do not like that song. I hate. I fucking hate. I, uh, I do hate that <laughs> song. I hate every Def Leppard song. Yeah, except for Photograph. I think Rock of Ages is all right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting an argument about Def Leppard. Uh, 
Now this song, I think it might be the most interesting because it just keeps changing key. Like it changes key like five times in this song. So it's interesting in that regard. It doesn't necessarily make it better, but I like the key changes. So it sounds interesting to me. Do you have any notes on this one? I feel like the song's kind of like the downer of the album. The lyrics are like Oh, oh the lyrics are pretty creepy. And weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the lyrics are basically just like about I guess having a bad sex experience. I I can't tell. <laughs> I didn't really. even attempt to look at the lyrics. <laughs> That's for this what album. it sounded. Well, she's beautiful. I mean, I've heard a million times. I was just listening closely oh, yeah, that no. time, and I was just like, oh, you know. Yeah, it's really creepy. Hmm. <laughs> the girl's too young. She don't know any better. It's all coming back. I can feel it. <laughs> just remind, what the hell is this, he even talking about? This is not the episode for this, but. It reminds me of the time when me and Chavez were listening to Let's Go on a Date by Andrew WK. And the whole song, it sounds like, you know, a fun, like, let's go on a date. Chavez going to be on an episode? He is. Gundam Rock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know that has to be yes. Gundam Rock. <laughs> but we were listening to that, and it's just like a fun, like, you know, let's go on a date song. And all the lyrics are about, like, how he's, like, watching you sleeping and stuff. And he's like, he knows... He knows what, what awake, time you go to work. Those of you better good. <laughs> yeah, he's basically saying on that song. So, but yeah, this is a, I like the song. I give this a five. This is probably might might be my favorite song on the album. I think it's tied with another that we haven't gotten to yet. Of course. But I also am kind of biased to pick an album cut over like Party Harder. She's beautiful just because yeah. I've heard him a million Fine. times before listening to that. Album. I will have no problem picking. <laughs> no, I have no problem with picking those either. I just feel like whenever I get into the album, yeah. I end up enjoying the album yes. cuts more, just generally. So, yeah, it is upsetting lyrics, you're right. <laughs> it just, it's a trend in this album, I feel like. It's absolutely a trend. It's on like almost every song here, I would say. So it's it's definitely a trend. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to think of some that aren't weird, except for maybe like Take It Off. I don't even fucking can't even tell what he's saying on that song. Yeah, that song. I, that sounds crazy, but we're not on that one yet. Well, we, we got ready to oh, die. Oh, we got ready to die in between. Ready to die? Loved the beginning of this one. I, I, I love think the that. synth line's awesome. Yeah, I love this song. <laughs> this, this song's great. And I, I liked how epic it was, but much like a lot of this album, I can't mis- imagine ever putting this on like in an mm. unironic fashion. Well, I can't. I don't know. I get that. The song. This is the most obvious. Like, there's something amiss here with these lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no mistaking these lyrics for anything else, which is like the case. With, like, She is Beautiful or something, you're probably just not listening to the yeah. lyrics. With Ready to Die, you kind of can't not <laughs> hear what's, yeah. what he's saying on this yeah. song. Just like, I'm going to fucking kill you, basically, is the whole point. <laughs> so, that this is, song is chaotic. It is. Um, Selyse? I agree. Selyse agrees. This is a chaotic song. What and was the track rating? The track rating. It's a five. It's a five. <laughs> I love this song. Most of this album has fives. Almost all of it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's almost all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. The track readings are not going to be interesting for this episode. Um, they're honestly maybe not going to be interesting this whole podcast. <laughs> but I think you owe it to the the listeners to have to read all of them out, though. Anyway. Oh yeah, I'm going to. The if one thing just to illustrate how big of a fan you are and how ridiculous it is that we've been painted as fucking people who are trying Anti- to expose <laughs> for some bullshit. Which we. Like, I don't think either we of us... We weren't even exposed. We were just talking about something that we enjoy talking about because it, it's fascinating. And not even just that, but, like, it, there was no genuinity to, like, there's something, like, he's not real or anything. Yeah. It was just, this why... Guy, why, why does he look so different? Like, why is he doing this? <laughs> 
But anyway, <laughs> my point is that this song's awesome, and I'm ready to die. So let's move on to Take It Off. My first note, what the fuck was up with the beginning of this one? And I don't really how does remember that one begin? how it, it began. I just remember being... It's like the, the like, I think it starts with like a piano thing, and then they're just like, ah! <laughs> like in the background, right? Yeah. We can, hold on, we can, we can play it. Yeah, please play it. Just a snippet of it. Yeah. I'd love to hear what it is that uh, tickled you. Were you, were you. Would you say you were tickled? I don't even know if I was tickled. I definitely, <laughs> I gave it a WTF. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't tell what he's saying on this song, but I like it. I honestly don't even remember this happening. I've heard this song so many times. Yeah. And it sounds like all. Yeah. Well, I was saying that this part has a party hard. I was about to say, it has the exact same reverb. And then I kept noticing it throughout the album. I know. And he does it on almost every song. But this one sounds the most like. I know. I made a note of that. I was like, it was the exact same reverb. That's right. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? But I love the chorus to this song. Mm-hmm. It's is uh, it's great. I think it's, I gave this one five. <laughs> I think this is a great song. No, I this was definitely one that I didn't really pay attention to when I first listened to it, probably yeah. because it just bleeded with the rest of the album. But Same thing. he bleeded. Yeah, just like he's bleeding <laughs> on the cover. But <laughs> the uh, chorus of it's just so good. I think it's maybe the best chorus on the whole album. I don't know. So, Elise, what do you think? Is that bold? It's pretty good. It's not bold. I think. What do you think is the best chorus on this album? (laughs) I don't know. That's a (laughs) difficult question. Do you have a best chorus? It's just going to be party Party hard. hard. She's beautiful. (laughs) I like the na na na's and she's beautiful a lot. But I don't know if I could give she's beautiful the best chorus off of just him saying she's beautiful over and over again. And then he does a na na na. Party hard is a better. Party hard is a better chorus. I think that's the best chorus. Yeah. He does a na 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 and. Uh, girl's own love. He does like the same thing. He, does, he ends it with like a na 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 na. This is a lot of like the same thing on every song for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's take it off. It's a good thing you love it. I do love it's, it. It's just things you love over and over. Again. You're right. I, I like the, I like the one song, and that means I like the other eleven songs. <laughs> but that one's definitely not the. That's not a, a song people pay as much attention to, and I, I mean I can't really say that there's a reason for it to garner any more attention, but I do like it. Uh, now, next one, of course. Yes, this is, this is a little infamous. <laughs> for us, at the very least. I love New York City. I can't help but just... I, every time I'm even trying to picture the song, I just hear the beginning part that we played over and over Which again. Which sucks. Yeah, the beginning part sucks. <laughs> I don't really like the song very much. This I've noted that this one just sounds like a parody of every song that yeah, was before this it one. It totally does. This song sounds like someone parodying Andrew WK. <laughs> yeah. This, when I first listened to this album, I gave most of the songs like a four or above, and I gave this song a three. It's like at a four and a half now. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> I I think the beginning part, well, yeah, I did just think it sounded bad. At this point, I just think it sounds funny. That's <laughs> and what I was going to say. It's like really goofy sounding to like, me. Because that is when you That's really... my favorite part of the song is the opening part of that. Well, I, I always part. thought that I didn't like the beginning and then the chorus and like the verses. I liked that. Like especially when it gets to the pre-chorus, I like that part. But this is when you really notice the four on the floor, even like more than anywhere yeah. else, with that just 
pulsing bass drum in the beginning. <laughs> I love New York City. Oh, yeah. It's great. New York City. There's <laughs> great lyrics all around. Uh, and then this one, maybe the weirdest or creepiest lyrics of the entire thing. I said it like three times now. <laughs> I know, but this, this is the one I think about, I, I would say, with just like, something's really wrong here. <laughs> the Just, we are a corporation. We are, like, just everything oh, yeah. about that part is just, because that one's because it's vague. Because it sounds like creepy and like some like like menacing but you can't quite tell what he's even saying, saying yeah. <laughs> even looking at the lyrics i can't tell i know that's what i'm saying i've tried to figure this one out we are a corporation we are comp- company we cut high but we're cutting high anyway we are your mother's father we are your fighter friend you can't stop what you cannot end what the fuck does that mean <laughs> <laughs> that's something that's that's something special but anyway, see, I gave this one a four and a half. I think it's an awesome song. <laughs> She's beautiful. Oh, sorry. Celise, do you have anything about I Love New York City? All I thought was that it was goofy, so. It is goofy. But it, but and then that's Max, the thing. I'm a list. That's so true. This whole album is. Yeah. I wanted to say that earlier, but. <laughs> I'm glad you worked it. I was waiting for someone else to say goofy. Well, look, if, if we're saying. <laughs> Thank you for saying goofy. If we're Come saying on. stuff that we wanted to work in earlier, I wanted to say. Andrew W.K., Andrew Wayne Knight. But I, I wanted to call him Andrew Winter Claus earlier when I said something about him being Santa Claus. <laughs> Andrew's oh Winter God. Claus. Uh, Winter Claus. A Klaus, maybe? <laughs> like Ginsky? Oh, maybe. Did we get him on here? Klaus Ginsky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we? She is beautiful. No, but I, uh, one last note on uh, New York City. It does sound goofy. But yeah, that that one's the biggest disconnect to me because it's the goofiest, dumbest sounding song on the album with maybe the weirdest lyrics. So it just that and that one's most, a real clash. Uh, the one that you notice the vocal performance the most <laughs> into. That's because he literally starts it with that, yeah. <laughs> like that, like he starts with just the drum bass and like Andrew cannot sing on this album. Like he's not a good vocalist in, mm. in on this album. So that. Yeah, it's very cruelly exposed on that song for sure. But we let's move on to the crown jewel. She is beautiful. It's my favorite. And there it's it is. really good. It's a classic. Opening guitar run. That that part's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I've seen it in a GameCube commercial. Have you ever, have you ever seen, seen that? No, I haven't. It's like flipping all around. It's That's awesome. wild. Have I'll you ever? Pull it up later. I I don't know if you why you would have looked this up, but have you ever seen him like play it live? No. He just kind of like. He sets it up by like not saying what he's about to play. He's like, "This is a song for my first album." Blah blah blah. And then he just pulls the guitar out and does that. Oh, he does it. He does it like exactly, exactly nice. like it is on the album. Wow. Crazy. And I don't know how you would do that, but he, like it's, it sounds exactly the same. So that's crazy to me. I need to see that. That right. sounds. You show me that, and I'll show you the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do that. We'll do that. Um. I mean, I don't know if you have any. Well, the build up. Mm-hmm. The hell build up for some reason every though every build up on this album no, sounds no, the no, same. No, no, I just no, get no. so excited hearing the build up on yeah, this song. Well, this one's on the guitar instead yes. of the piano. It's, it's, it sounds the same, but like in my head, I always <laughs> hear the party hard, ding, 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 but it's not on this one. It's no. all guitar on this one. Basically. Yeah. Well, it starts with that ding 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 yeah. on piano, and then when it gets to that pre uh, yeah. or the pre verse part, it's awesome. Yes, Celise, she's beautiful. It's really good. I agree. The video. I don't know if we want to talk about the video at all. Have you ever seen the video? No. Oh, we, we should definitely watch the video at some point. The we gotta watch awesome. the video. 
he is he's just like him in a house. <laughs> he's just running all around and there's yeah. He like wakes walk. up in like a gross room. <laughs> he wakes up too. and it's like empty. The whole house is empty. The whole house is empty, and he has a microphone cord that is limitless. It looks like, and he keeps walking throughout this pretty big empty house with like dirty looking, completely empty yeah. house. And he's going in like every room, and he's then the wire tangle on like every single possible yeah. thing you can tangle on. And then he, but Stress but it never ends. It's <laughs> for this song. Yes, <laughs> and it never ends. Like the, the, wire. the wire never ends. And then he just walks out of the house and walks down the street. Well, he starts running. He's yeah. running down the street, <laughs> and that's it, right? I think it's <laughs> I think it finally the mic does disconnect or something. I I don't quite get what's going on i love that video that's a video i watched a lot when i was in high school this fucking picture taunts me because it it's taunts you or haunts you both because he doesn't have any of the tattoos in that You're so absolutely right it, that's it's like the well it's also just a creepy image it looks like he just dumped a body uh sorry let me describe it it's on the back cover of uh ready or of i get wet and uh he's just standing on a pier with his arms folded and there's just a bunch of water behind him and he's making a very menacing pose he looks scary he's also soaking wet yeah the thing about this album in particular is if you just saw this and never heard of it you just think it's like a say i get wet in the front at all i think it's supposed to but mine doesn't that's crazy Hmm. the cds doesn't maybe it's like a sticker at some point or did you get a newer used i think this was used so i don't remember though yeah, I don't know why it doesn't say that. It says it on Spotify, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't say it on the CD. But anyway, what I was trying to, what I was saying is that if you were at like a record store and you just mm-hmm. saw this, you would assume it's like. like you saw with the front cover now of like. I guess just the, the front and yeah. back. If you just looked at it, you just think it's like death metal or something. Yeah. Or just like noise or industrial or something. Well, you would not it think. It is noise in a way. It is. You joyful would, noise. You wouldn't think it would sound like this though. What did you <laughs> joyful say? Joyful noise, a fucking Dolly Parton movie or something. Maybe I don't. I think it is. is it good. I don't know. We'll have to watch it in an episode of this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is gonna go off the rails. <laughs> I'm already doing a post show with Hoskins. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I, me, me too. I, I think it's gonna be awesome. Hoskins seems to know a lot. I think we can all learn something from Hoskins. But anyway, it's so, the greatest story of all if you're willing to do the research. Yeah, and I'm 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 writing novels. I'm writing so you, much. You're already doing that too. I'm writing so much literature about Hoskins. I'm sure people are loving this. Joyful Noise is a Dolly Parton movie. Thank you. Thank you. 2012. Also, it's Queen Latifah, Kiki Palmer, Chris Christopherson, you know, all the the hits. Everyone's favorites. I'm so glad. We should watch that. How long is it? It's nearly two hours. (laughs) What is it about? Uh, Gigi Sparrow, who's... Played by Dolly Parton. Her name is Gigi Sparrow. Yeah, did I stutter? Gigi Sparrow. (laughs) Sounds like you did. Gigi Sparrow. (laughs) Gigi Sparrow faces off with her choir's newly appointed director, V. Rose Hill, or Vi Rose Hill, over the group's direction as they head into a national competition. Wow. It's a choir competition movie. That sounds very good. We should watch Sister Act sometime. I would love it. I've never seen either of them. I would love to go back to the habit. Get back in the habit. Go go back to the habit. The habit's the place. Right. Well, And we should go back to the habit. I'd love to revisit But but anyway, so she is beautiful. Five stars. Yeah, five stars. So five stars for she. Actually, before we move on. Yes. You heard the demo version of this? Yes. We're doing a little less shouty delivery. Yeah, but it mostly sounds... It mostly sounds similar. It just is a little less abrasive. And honestly, I... 
choose to listen to that one a lot of the time. That's interesting. Over, I used to. I've only heard it maybe school. a couple times. I liked it a lot more in high school, but now that I'm like on Spotify, I don't think it's there at no. all. I have to go to YouTube and all. Well, to that it, so. demo version was recorded around the same time as Girls Own Juice, I believe. I look. I, I have to seek it I out. Have to seek it out. <laughs> I did hear a early version of Girls Own Love that he just like played by himself, uh, with like a keyboard and a guitar, at some bar somewhere, and it sounds crazy like it's it doesn't sound anything like that other than it's the same like chords mm-hmm. it's just i don't know there's a, definitely a transformation because and maybe i could have brought this up earlier but like andrew wk's whole thing in college and high school was just noise music and making yeah. that kind of like industrial stuff like that and so that early version of that song that like that one dates way back to like his like early college days and it sounds crazy. It sounds mm. crazy. It's just crazy that it turned out to be this. <laughs> then this yeah. is what he landed on. This experimental like pianist decided to make this album. It's just already crazy. I just remember reading about someone who went to school with him, who like when the album came out was just like, like that looks like the guy I went to school with, but like this cannot be the guy I went to school with. It was just like made noise music and piano classical stuff and. This is what he made. Yes. Like someone who showed no real interest in rock, apparently. He said his favorite song was Oh Superman by Laurie Anderson. I thought this guy was a debacle, not rock. I know, you would think so. That song was awesome. You showed oh, me Superman? Laurie Anderson. That Superman. song is awesome. Really, really good. If you haven't heard it, I highly, I plead. It's, I beg it's of you, great. listener, seek out Laurie Anderson Superman. <laughs> listener. Joyful noise. Do, do as we say. Listen to Laurie Anderson's Superman. Anyway. <laughs> I will snap. <laughs> How do you feel about Party to Puke? I like the transition from She's Beautiful to that. I have heard She's Beautiful so many times that I was kind of like surprised that it does kind of transition to the next one. I don't even remember song. the transition. Let's, let's I was see. very impressed. It was Party the only transition I really was like, whoa, that, that worked. Because that goes into... Yeah, let's hear it. I got completely sucked into listening to Party Till You Puke on the way over here because of the transition. Yeah. Like good again. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. That is good. Yeah, you should I didn't it. even know, though, it transitioned to the next. Like, I forgot about that entirely because that song has existed That's as its awesome. own thing for so long. It's that- Hoskins. That's Hoskins. No, that, that that is a good transition. I like that. Uh, and I love the synth and guitar intro to that song. Yeah, I like that whole opening part. That song, I would say, maybe, maybe the low point on the album for me, maybe. I don't know. It's not a super memorable song to me, I guess. Yeah, I feel like after She Is Beautiful, I just like kind of fell off. And There's a couple songs back to back that I'm not as crazy about. Yeah, I don't really like this whole last run on the album that well, much. Well, I, I like the last song. But also, it's a minute and a half, like the first well, one. Well, there, so there's like, there's another song in here that I really like. But, yeah, Party Till You Puke is not bad. I still like it. I just don't think it's as good as some of the other songs. Do you have any notes on Party Till You Puke? Or how do you feel about that song? Well, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's only, like, nine different oh lines Oh, my God. It. It's very verbose. We dent, we rob, we choke, we gun, we kill, we stab, we rob, we yeah. steal. It just keeps going. Yeah. How did I not even that? know that he says that on that song? I like that song. <laughs> It's definitely kind of up there for me, honestly. That's crazy. That might be my third favorite. Well, I mean, I still gave it like four stars, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. I gave it four stars. Uh, 
Yeah, this is a good song. I, I, I like it. I just don't think I have as much to say about it. It's not as memorable to me. No. Like, evidenced by the fact that I didn't even know the lyrics of it, like, like at all. Other than Party Take You didn't even know a transition from She's Beautiful. Well, I, I mean, okay. yeah, I didn't remember that. But, I mean, I feel like when I think about this song, I just think about the chorus of just him going, Party Take or he just sounds like it's that. Awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> it's just like that's what I think about, and that's honestly oh, how I feel more about. Than I love New York City. <laughs> well, not for me though. I don't. I, but for like the, these run the, these three songs here, I would say that's kind of how I feel about all of them. It's like I, if I think about them, I can really just off the top of my head remember oh, like fun night how he yells in the begin in the middle of it, like the chorus. Like Every, for fun night, if oh. I were to think of fun night, all I would think is him going, "Really a fun night, fun night." Fun. <laughs> All I remember about that one is that there's like a string fall at some point in the background That's of that, and I was I was like that is shocking on this album, and I thought this one was the one where I was like this is the one that sounds the most dancey to me at least. That makes sense. But again, yeah, I cannot see myself ever putting this song. On. No, I, that song. I, yeah, that's not my favorite song on here. It, it's definitely like. I don't know. I don't know how to even describe it. It's just like, it, it doesn't feel like underwritten, I guess, because like most of the time, I guess, if kind of I'm going to call one song on this album underwritten. It's not, it's not even fair to call one song. I mean, it's I like the like whole it's, point I think, was I think it's trying just, not to overwrite the album. Well, that's really. true. I think it's the chorus though of just like yelling fun night, yeah. fun night, which I mean, like he does a lot on this, but I, for some reason it doesn't do anything for me on this song. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, of course, four stars, uh, masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't. I just don't think it is as catchy. I guess at the very least, mm. as the other songs are. Um, what do you you think? It's my exact thoughts. It's I really not as have. Catchy as I really songs. have nothing on it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like again, keep it, reading all of Salise's notes that doesn't help. Anymore. Well, I'm I'm basically ripping off her opinions. But I mean, it, it's just but like I love it. <laughs> if you like any of the songs, then yeah. yeah, you're gonna like them all. But they're all catchy. You know, at least. And there's some that I just think are a little less. Yeah. And that, that would be one of them. Uh, and maybe Party Take Puke. Do you have any anything on Fun Night? That was it. The String the Fall. The String Fall. And just again, I can't ever see myself putting this one on. And then yeah. it's Dancer. I truly do feel like this one is the one that's like the most dance forward of all of them. Not dance backwards. Not dance backwards. I would love to see someone dance backwards to this album. He probably has. On love stage someday. Have you ever seen him on Conan? When he's like teaching Conan to dance? <laughs> <laughs> I have it been a while ago, but it sounds awesome. It is it awesome. Is. <laughs> is Conan teach him how to do the string dance? No, like Conan. I, well, Conan is trying wish... to keep up with Andrew WK, and Kevin Hart's there too, and he just decides not fuck? to participate. <laughs> that sounds crazy. But anyway, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, so I gave that Andrew, four stars. Where's Kevin? <laughs> I wish they could see my reaction to that. It's kind of like Kevin uh, McAllister from. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that could be something that the mom says to the dad in that movie. Andrew, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? I, that could be. That might be what. Happened. That might be the worst thing I've said. I guess. Do you think an Andrew WK songs anywhere like in the Home Home Alone oh. soundtrack? Oh, I even is that even songs they place in the Home Alone universe? Maybe. Wait, it's he does pre Home Alone. From the Wet Bandits' point of view. Home Alone is pre. Andrew WK, right? Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> it was like the like mid, early nineties, mid nineties. Like, mid-90s? I, like for sure, I don't know exactly when. Oh, I know, yeah. well, it's definitely nineties. John Candy though. was still alive. Yeah, you're so. right. Um, gotta do it. I will the, let you guys go first. <laughs> this is like the we were talking about this one 
uh, on the way here. This is like the motivational like <laughs> anthem one. She was saying this was like the slow song on the album, which is to say it's not slow, but <laughs> it's slower comparatively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the small break between everything that's happening. But it's definitely. I feel like this feels like the maybe exact thing that Andrew WK wanted to do with this whole album was to mm-hmm. just make like I don't maybe that's not true but this song just sounds very motivational and like like with the the anthemic chorus and just like how many voices there are in the mm-hmm. chorus just yelling the same thing and it just sounds very musically just like get up and go do it <laughs> kind of like a vibe which it is oh, the vibe no. of the title of the song. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> got, you got to do it. I feel like this song is like the perfect example of this. It trying to be more than like just a song that sounds like Party Hard, but I feel like yeah. it's being held back because it still sounds like Party Hard at every other song on this album. I feel like songs like this and maybe like, maybe not Fun Night, maybe even Fun Night. I just mm-hmm. feel like there's songs that, the ones that are less like Party Hard, I think I'd like them more if they didn't just sound but exactly as, like Party Hard. For Fun Night, like... I feel like that one kind of sounds more like Party Hard than a lot of. I don't know with with, with me. I and just the ones that are trying to sound like to be different songs yeah. than Party Hard. I think the ones and none that of are, them do are choosing to have different instrumentation. If they didn't all just also on top of having different instrumentation have the same instrumentation of yeah. the earlier songs, well, I like them more. It's the same instrumentation, same sound and vibe for like, sure. Those songs always have like one thing that's different. I'm like, I wish. Yeah, no, I, was I get, I get what you're saying. That it wasn't <laughs> for the me, same thing I've been hearing for this entire. Album. For me, just the more I listen to it the more the songs stand out on their own but it definitely is like at the end of the day they're all the same thing pretty much yeah. <laughs> so i definitely get i just wish they saying. would stand out they would stand out immediately if they changed the instrumentation of it any but point. then wouldn't it be crazy if like every song sounded like party hard and then you just had like one like piano ballad yeah, and awesome. cra- i know it would be, be awesome, awesome but it would be crazy <laughs> yeah well that's what that, i feel like this album could have been <laughs> But I think but it goes against the little point of what he was trying to yeah, do. Yeah, I, I get that. But he just wanted it to have no lulls, be all ten I the think, whole time. I think it, he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. I just think I would have liked the album more if it had tried to do a little bit more than what he was trying to do, or at least sound a little more yeah. diverse than how he wanted. I know the whole point is that it has one sound. I just you would probably like sound. some of his other albums. I'm excited. A lot more. I'm excited to listen along with this. Podcast. Oh, I'm. That's I didn't know you were going to do that. I'm thrilled that I'm the first uh, person because this. I listened to this one already. Now I get to go on the. I'm excited to talk about the next one with Danny. I'm excited. To one, listen to that one. I mean, uh, blow your bone, of course. Yeah, blow your bone. Yes, <laughs> we didn't want to tell Danny about last night. We talked around. So maybe just like, only call it "Blow Your Bone" next episode. He's just very confused. You don't tell him that this is the name. Blow yeah, but then I just say the same tracks and everything (laughs) have you heard do you know about that no well i guess we should wait till next week but just to give a quick summation his next album is called the wolf and he was supposed to he wanted to call it the cover he was supposed to call it blow your bone but then like (laughs) and it wasn't any different of an album it was like he turned it was the same album the same exact album it was just called blow your bone but then the the record company apparently said that that was like too explicit explicit of a title so he changed the album cover and name to like this not great cover <laughs> just, he looks yeah. really disappointed that he looks had like to change it <laughs> yeah, this looks like, like that looks like a reaction, reaction. <laughs> but this is the original cover for blow your oh breath. my god <laughs> it's kind of awesome <laughs> but it's also awful oh my god is that a drawing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is a drawing <laughs> i encourage everyone to go type in blow your bone andrew wk and just click I on the i encourage all listeners to go blow their bone <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, please. I, I'm glad that he stuck with that microphone and pants thing his whole career. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the bottom of it looked like a motivation, like <laughs> yeah. one of those meme images. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Gotta love Boil Your Bone. This picture wigs me out whenever I see it. This is him, like, moments before they took the picture on the cover of Barney yeah. Irva, I Get Wet. He's wearing a jersey like that? Yes. Yeah. I, I had no idea. He totally... Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's like crop. I just yeah. figured he was wearing the white... Shirt that he's, he's wearing in every other picture of him ever. Except <laughs> that's that probably time. why he yeah. cropped it out just to like right. go along with that. But like, this is so weird to me. It is. It just doesn't it look like him at all. Not. I know I say that a lot, but this one yeah. it just really doesn't look like him. This band looks crazy from different angles. Like this doesn't even look like the what's in my bag guy. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, <laughs> we're truly getting off on a tangent here. That, I didn't even explain what picture I was looking at to the audience here, so that doesn't even It's an sense. alternate, like, take from the yeah. I Get Wet cover shoot. And he just, I already don't think he looks like himself on the cover of I Get Wet, so it, yeah. but I think that one's even worse, honestly. He looks even less like himself on, in that picture. I guess I can kind of see it here, but his hair just know. being wet and like in strands, kind of I don't know. But it's the jawline and everything. He's always sweating, but it's because the way the hair is sitting on. His I head know it me. just it just the whole thing looks just wrong to me. But anyway, I know I know. Got to do it. Why's it got to be so wrong? But it feels so right. It feels so right. Got to do it's a four. It's, uh, it's a good song. <laughs> I would say one of the lower tier. Yeah. For this album, but uh, still good. I like it. Now, next song, I Get Wet. I was Finally, like, the title track. I think the best song here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think is. that at all. But I did love the horns at the beginning. Yeah, that part's good. Then I think the the whole thing about it being a lead up to those background vocals at the end, which I was reading about that, he, he kind of like, he wanted the melody to be like the last thing in the song for this mm-hmm. one, where it has a melody, but then at the very end, the like actual catchy melody is the, when he's saying I Get Wet at the end of the song. And the background vocals come in. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting, and I, yeah. I that's why I like the song because I feel like I'm listening to it just getting hyped, and then when that part comes on, it's just like this is that's like the best part of the album for me personally. I don't know if you had any notes on that song, it sounded like to me he was saying I can't wait instead of I get what. <laughs> I didn't know how you guys felt about it. I don't know. You totally can't really tell what he's saying most of the time no. on this album. I <laughs> was certain he was saying I can't wait, and then I was like he's gotta be just saying I get wet I think I looked up the <laughs> lyrics for it and I was like yeah he's just saying I get wet I also noted a lot of good screams in this one just like yeah a lot of great yeah. screams I, now that's another part where they do kind of the I love New York City thing like towards the like near the end of the song before they punch back into like the chorus full steam they do like the chorus one more time but with just him and the I think like some light piano and mm. drums that part sounds crazy because yeah Totally can't say. It. And you just can't tell what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, he's just straining extra hard on <laughs> yeah. this song. Yeah, I, I love this song. So do I. This is I definitely think is the best song on here, tied with maybe Girls on Love for for me. But I also party hard and she's beautiful. I would I would definitely say deserve to be in contention. I'm just like not yeah, as drawn mean, to them anymore. Yes. But I have, I get what's a weird pick for title track. It is. It's also just a very weird thing to name the album. I, <laughs> what the fuck? He was gonna name his first album "I Get Wet" and his second album "Blow, Blow Your, Your Bone." Bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and what? Wait, what's the name of the third one? Uh, Close calls with brick walls. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, man. That's this one right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that came that was supposed to come out like 2006, but then 
because of legal issues with him and <laughs> I'm putting air quotes around legal issues with him and Steve Mike. It didn't come out until 2011 in the U.S. And by then, his entire career had basically just completely had no momentum anymore. <laughs> it like basically butchered his entire like career, I guess. <laughs> so, do we know when the speaking engagement stuff happened? Like what year uh, that was? I would should have checked. There might that be was any... I remember it being after that, like post 2005. Uh huh. Because that's when he looked like that. I'm gonna see if there's a date on this video. I know when he looked like he did in What's in My Bag, it was somewhere between 2006 to 2011. Mm -hmm. And then he came back with releasing this and releasing the uh, Outtakes album, and then he started doing stuff again. He, like, basically was out of the public eye for a minute. Or he was just doing that. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Five years, what a surprise. Steve, Mike... (laughs) It's just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bowie, <laughs> you could have did that. I love this. Bowie, you could have did that. <laughs> he could have. I love looking at this. It's the same. Wow. Yeah. It's very consistent. I Do you get, have any of the other albums? No, that's the here? thing. I'm going to have to get some more to see. Well, you're getting one, so yeah, we can check that one. one. Which one did you get? 55 Cadillac. It's, the, know that it's one. the piano one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The last song... Well, why don't I talk about other albums? Well... But you know, just a little taste for next time. Uh, the last track on 55 Cadillac may be his best work. Wow. Just a thought. Because it's like all piano songs, and then like the guitars come in on that last song, and it's it's really nice. epic. Anyway, it sounds like just, I don't know, it sounds like Andrew WK, but not like this. Just like in the epic sort of way. <laughs> Which is what I want to be have, have yeah. written on my gravestone. Yeah, I get what's awesome, I think. That's a five for me. Then, Don't Stop Living in the Red. I like this one a lot. I like this one a lot, too. it does everything on the album, but under two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and you're it, right. The synth at the end sounds like the THX logo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't want to pull that back. Pull that up. I will say that when you compare this song to It's Time to Party, as like bookending the album with minute and a half songs, yeah. Don't Stop Living in the Red is... A fleshed out song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like a short song. Yeah. Whereas It's Time to Party just sounds like, hey, get ready for the album. Yeah. It's about to be awesome. Um, this song is awesome. Sorry, let's go. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It really does. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, that song's great. There would have been no other appropriate venue for me to share that. <laughs> like, I'm so glad that you did, though. Uh, no, this song is awesome. I gave it a four and a half out of five. And, Salise, what do you think I of this I feel song? like I don't remember it as much. I, I listened to it twice before we started the podcast, and I still <laughs> yes. don't remember it. Yeah, that's fair. Not really dissimilar from the other ones. I just <laughs> I feel like one. the other episodes are going to be less like this, probably, because... Oh, this is more varied. Every album yeah. is more varied on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one. But that's kind of what is just yeah, so funny yes. about this album. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I guess, have much more to to offer about it other mm-hmm. than it's just at times just, yeah, disturbing. But then also it does kind of feel almost like a novelty, just like it's a funny joke. Yeah. And, uh, but I That's can't, why I can't really, even though I don't love the album, I can't take fault with it. He did... It sounds like he did exactly what he wanted to oh, do. Oh, of course. On this. I don't think it was a failure in any way. I just don't. Uh... So, do you think it's 
brilliant, brilliantly dumb or just dumb? I think it's brilliantly dumb. Salise? Uh, brilliant. Yeah, brilliantly dumb. <laughs> I would brilliant. say it's also brilliantly dumb. <laughs> I guess we're all kind of agreeing on that one. Yeah. Because like, um, like I was saying earlier, I don't think any of the songs were underwritten. I think he just... No, kept I don't think so. From, I think he kept himself from overwriting every single song, really, more than anything. Yeah, it was very, like, simplistic writing, but making sure that the simplicity in the lyrics was still disturbing. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you fucking pay attention, which, I mean, I do think we're maybe underselling. You can really not notice how creepy most of oh, the lyrics are in this album. Because, like, almost every song has is kind of the creepy, like... What is what does he mean when he says I get wet? I don't know. I'll never well, know. He does it without even trying. He does it without he does even trying. trying. He does it when you're crying. When you're crying. Whenever you're <laughs> crying. Whenever you're, you're dying. dying. Yes. Uh, when the party is dying, he also says he just kind of flips that around a lot. I don't know. I don't know what he means when he says I get wet. Who knows? Sounds sexual, but I don't know. Blow your bones sounds sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like every song on this album sounded like a closer or something he'd play yeah, for an right. encore. Yeah, <laughs> I think all sound like encore songs. I think whenever I hear like "Ready to Die," for example, it just sounds like like a montage song, and I feel like most of these songs kind of sound yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much the what it comes down to for "I Get Wet." It's yeah. it's a lot of the same uh, in a good way for me. I'm sure in a very bad way for a lot of other people. I don't even think in a bad way. I just think... No, no, not for you. I'm just saying in general. I'm sure people are listening know. to it this. It went number one. I know. It de- look, I'm not saying that it's not well-liked This is before general. streaming or anything, too. So people bought yeah. the entire... It's not like he got it off, like, single strings. He got it off people buying this whole CD. Well, should we talk about Dave Grohl? We, I, look, I would love to. I was Around the time I was into him, I was super into the Foo Fighters. Well, that is, I think... Part of the reason why I went to number one is because people thought it was Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that was, like, for a while. Apparently, I don't know how, but Andrew WK became friends with Dave Grohl despite not knowing anyone in New York and just, like, showing up. Mm-hmm. He became friends with Dave Grohl, which is kind of adds fuel to the fire when he says, like, Andrew WK was made by a group of people. Yeah. Um, and then he's just, like, the person playing Andrew WK. Uh, yeah, so... A lot of people thought... I think Dave Grohl is the reason they used that Bill and Ted. That song in Bill and Ted. Wow. Oh my god. I didn't even think oh about that. God. Dave Grohl's in the movie. Yes. And, and he's barely in it. Just like that song was barely even Well, that song wasn't Bill even in it. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, but the Dave Grohl thing has like immediately died down. The Dave Grohl incident. The Dave Grohl incident. I think what happened, honestly... Well, I don't know. I don't know if say I can say this for... Please say it. Though. I don't know if I'd say this confidently, but I think Andrew liked... That people thought he was like not. He clearly likes that people. Well, I know that he likes that, this, but I'm thinking that maybe the Dave Grohl thing started it. People oh. thinking that because he was friends with Dave Grohl and this was just like it just came out and immediately became popular, and people thought this was just Dave Grohl doing yeah. a side project. And I mean, listening to his voice, like it could have been Dave Grohl. Yeah, it's definitely. a lot of songs. It's, so yeah, like. I think he might have just liked that there was that mystique to it and that it was like he's not even a real guy. It's 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 Dave Grohl. That he might have that might have been what fueled him to just like commit to that for the whole mm-hmm. but not with Dave Grohl, but just in general. With Steve Mike, which yeah. <laughs> it's funny that he basically did what people thought was happening with Dave Grohl with it just himself after this. He yeah, just exactly. A similar narrative that was just about himself. 
And I mean, that's the most interesting thing about him. Yeah, that's what got me. That's probably the reason why I even found out about him in the first place was just reading about the conspiracy and everything. See, like, you see the bloody nose and like the blood rag and stuff. Mm. That looks like Andrew WK to me. Like, like moments after getting the bloody nose, but covered up in shadows. I know, but like, it just doesn't look like this guy, does it? It it just looks like this is the worst for an audio. It is. I know, but it's just gonna be happening the entire podcast. I I just feel like facially, it it just looks different. Spatially. Spatially as well. Yeah. Steve Mike. I don't know, man. I think it it, it was another one of the craziest revelations when we opened up that disc and we like saw the band and we were like, this guy kind of looks like a Andrew WK double. And then I looked at him and they all do. Yeah, like, they literally, like, everyone in his band did. Yeah, so... And that's close calls with the uh, brick walls. Yes. Yeah, if you ever want to look at the booklet of that, there's I, a whole band that looked like fucking Andrew WKs. And that's not even to get into the animatronic band that he's yeah. apparently building right now. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with him no. <laughs> right now. I don't know if anyone follows him on Instagram. If you follow him on Instagram, it's a lot of him posting like a just a man in a corner, like mannequin <laughs> Andrew WK, and then there's like all sorts of mannequins all around. I, I animatronic WK. Yeah, I don't. It seemed like they were shooting a music video or something. Yeah, but, but it's nothing been, has ever come out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's been, but it sure. like if that's what they were doing, then they were shooting it for months. It I know. Like, yeah. He's posting stuff about like every day for months, and then yeah, nothing came out, and it's been a while. Yeah, I have no idea. Remember when he used to do those like, like Andrew WK motivational tips mm-hmm. like videos? He completely stopped doing that. That's just a thought. I don't know. Was that it all stopped though around whenever the pandemic stuff started? Because maybe he was going to start a rollout or something. And I know a lot of artists like pushed their albums back and. Cancel a lot of their. I don't know stuff. because he got uh, signed to a new label only recently. Did you hear about that? No, I he, don't. I, I don't keep up no, with him really. No, well, hold on. Now this nowadays. is actually the perfect way to end this because you need to hear how they worded this. <laughs> uh, yeah, he basically got signed to a new label. Yeah, and said. I mean, he's been saying for a while a new album's coming. Uh-huh. For two years at least now he's been saying that a new album's on the way. Uh, let's see if I can find. It. Here it is. Okay. Andrew WK signs new record contract. All right. This is this is the text of the article. This is on his website. Yeah. Andrew WK, the god of partying, signs worldwide contract with Napalm Records. I don't know if you know Napalm Records. No. I don't really either. I'm a Google. New, they're like a metal okay. uh, label, I think. New music is coming soon. The team at Napalm Records is proud to announce the signing of international hard rock superstar and god of partying, Andrew WK, to an exclusive worldwide record contract with the premier rock and metal label. Napalm Records stated, We at Napalm Records are thrilled to propel Andrew WK to new heights, having been longtime fans of the work since the beginning. To say partnering and partying with the team at Andrew WK has been exciting and enlightening is an understatement. We've got our seatbelts on and secured tightly and we're ready to party, party, party our way into the future of Andrew WK. Christine Williams, which if you'll recall, is the made-up... photographer. The photographer. You you report that this photographer's made up. There's no information on this person. I know. I I don't want to just... (laughs) I'm worried to even just say with confidence. I will say that with confidence. Christine Williams is not real. (laughs) And is, is only ever... In the history of <laughs> recorded media, been credited more like, like the mystery of recorded with media. taking only the weird photos of Andrew WK. Christine Williams is not real. Wow, Christine the Williams this is on a bombshell. The first episode. <laughs> yeah, I have inside info. Christine <laughs> Williams shared these words on behalf of the entire Andrew WK company. 
<laughs> they said they said the team at Andrew WK, and now they're saying the entire Andrew WK company. Everyone at Andrew WK and the Louise Harland Corporation, which I don't know what that is. Oh, You're going to have to look that up. Is very pleased to have this opportunity to work with Napalm Records. We look forward to partying harder than ever before. And How's Harland spelled? Oh, uh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Harland. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got it. Where, did you find anything? It is a, a domestic business corporation. <laughs> it sounds so vague. It's like a money laundering. That's what it feels like. Hold on. I don't want I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was gonna find out the info and then let you know after that. Yeah, well well this next one, you're gonna have to strap in for this. Okay. I have to buckle up and get ready to yeah. party, 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 party. Yeah. And Frank Vierti, long who I don't I've never heard of, longtime creative director for Andrew WK, added the following. Can I see the uh the close Calls the brick walls thing because I feel like I think he might be in remember, there. but okay. Let me I mean, he may he could be in this one for all I know. That's a good point. I mean, Steve Mike was there from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, there was Steve. But the, I do remember the guitarist whenever he was talking Andy about and that, Steve. That's good. The guitarist whenever he was talking about uh, Andrew like leaving and doing that, he would say sometimes Andrew WK would get frustrated and like upset that he's not getting the sound he wanted, and he would go video call with Steve Mike. And then come back in feeling like a lot better. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Brainwashing. I know what I was. Why I thought this, Sergeant Frank. I think Sergeant Frank is Frank, Frank Vier. Yeah, he's he's, he's and he's here. also listed as additional production. He's listed as adi- additional production on here. But I think he's the guitarist. I think he's Sergeant okay. Frank, who is a person who looks. He's the guy that I said looks like Andrew W. Well, that's not a great picture of him, but. Yeah, that's, that's Sergeant Frank. I think we found a different picture of Sergeant Frank. Well, and it doesn't help that Andrew WK doesn't look like himself in this no. picture. Well, I feel like most of these people, picture. like this guy, like even this guy with the longer hair, this guy, like, I mean, come on. That guy? Kindle A? Yeah, anyway. We're getting lost. But, yeah, the point is, Frank Vierti has some words. You think we could hit him on the podcast? I hope so. Maybe we get Steve Mike. I would love to take Christine Williams. I've worked. I've and worked. Louis Harlan Corporation. Yeah, we need the whole corporation on here. Okay, so he says I've worked on Andrew WK. For, so right off the uh, out of the gate, there I've worked on Andrew WK since the late '90s, and it's been a wild ride since day one. Still, after all the twists and turns, I have an uncanny feeling that the most twisted turns are about to take place. And I'm confident. That's so ominous. <laughs> and I'm confident the good people at Napalm Records will hold on tight while we navigate the next loop in this never-ending roller coaster ride. He says something crazy later on. It's rare to find a group of music in- industry veterans that not only grasp the core of what we're doing or what we've been doing for the past two decades, but also have a shared vision that will take us forward and over the edges. Now this is yes. this is the the weirdest part to me. They've seen through the big picture. They've accepted what's going on in the background, and they've agreed on what's to come. (laughs) Most importantly, they're not afraid to push this next chapter and reconnect the dots from 1999, 2001, 2005, 2009, and the tears spanning 2011 and 2018. The tears? Yes. What the (laughs) fuck is he... Are they talking about? And then he ended it saying, oh, praise the party gods. But he wrote, oh, like just the letter (laughs) Christine said that? No, this is Frank Vierge. Oh, Frank. Okay, Frank. Andrew WK, and then is the last thing. Andrew WK got its start in South, got its start in southeastern Michigan before moving to New York City and officially launching in 1999. Now entering the next decade, having already conquered the worlds of music, television, radio, and motivational speaking, even receiving the American Association of Su- Suicidology's 
Person of the Year uh, award in 2018. They put person in quotes. The inimitable god of partying is more determined than ever to reach euphoric levels of positive perfection, having released five larger-than-life albums, including the revered, chart-topping, (laughs) full-length debut, I Get Wet. (laughs) Andrew WK is hard at work for two years and counting on crafting a brand-new album of brand-new music guaranteed to pressurize the power of partying into diamond levels of hardness. (laughs) Stay tuned. I get hard? (laughs) And then it says... Photo of Andrew W.K. in quotes by Michael R.C., who is another person who's always credited. And this is the picture they used. (laughs) (laughs) I implore everyone to go look it up so you can see what he's like bending over backwards. Yeah, he looks like a. Isn't there a girl in The Conjuring that does something like that? Yeah, it kind of looks like that. So I found out some really good information on Louise Harland uh, Corporation. There's a really helpful uh, graph here that helps you know who's involved. With them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's just listed as the president and CEO of the Louise Harland Corporation. Also, this is on I'm on CorporationWiki.com, so this might not be entirely. Uh, the, I don't know. I want to do a little more. Research. So basically, it seems like just a, a corporation shell company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Well, so that's Andrew. Um, I, uh, that's get. I get wet. I mean, we. I would love to have you back on too, so we could talk more oh, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theories, maybe in the middle, because uh, we do have an episode just dedicated to other. Yes. So who knows what that'll be? Um, you talk about crashing with Andrew UK. Well, I do want to talk about that. I want to talk about Party Safari, the documentary I watched, yeah. and your friend Andrew WK. We watched that too, yeah. and then I want to watch like a concert movie or something. Maybe talk about that. So Louise Harlan Corporation has a like page on Discogs. And I get what's on here. Maybe they are affiliated with the label. Party All Goddamn Night is here, which is a single. (laughs) Then the the compilation, the combo pack, Close Calls of the Brick Walls and Mother of Mankind combos here. I wonder if they're credited. Probably not. And the Party All Goddamn Night EP is here. I just bought that. But it's just these four. It's not even all of his albums. What do you think this would be? I don't know. That's weird. It's very weird. Everything about him is weird. I just bought that double oh, pack, though. There's a page on andrewwkmusic.com that is answers the question of who is who is Luis Harland Corporation. Okay. This is on andrewwkmusic.com. Is that the website you you've been on, or this is like a way older That's site? <laughs> not the website I was on, but well, it's a it's a website. Okay. Is Andrew is Andrew WK dead? No. Andrew WK is alive and well. <laughs> the air quotes are on that. Every time they talk about Andrew WK in, air in an answer, I know, there's I air know. quotes. I know. I I know. <laughs> it's, it's sick and it's sad, but I know. There's also like an electronic uh, demo tape that I want to listen to that he released like before any of this stuff. So, stuff is around the corner. There is Andrew to talk about. But anyway, let's final thoughts on the album. I mean, Celise, what do you think? Final thoughts. Noisy. Noisy. Loud. Loud. What else? Excited. <laughs> Grant. I think uh, he did exactly what he wanted to do with this album. I think it is more clever than it initially lets on. Yeah. I do wish that it, it changed the sound up a little bit more, but I, I understand that that's kind of like the whole point is that the album sounds yeah. like that. So it's I like, like the beauty of it, but also the curse. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword when you make an album that is so cohesive in its sound, like this album. Yeah, But I, I agree. I have to applaud him because it is hard to make an album that 
But I also truly. think the fact that it doesn't change its sound just makes like is what interests me in listening to the other stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, the fact that this whole album sounds like this, and I know the rest of the albums don't sound like this, makes me more excited to get to I mean, they don't album. not, but it's. I, I just know that it's definitely not like this. Yeah. There's <laughs> changing between songs at the very least. Even sure. If, yeah, I mean, it's there's at least a there's something different about every album at the very least. Um, so yeah. So a lot more to come next time. I'm going to have Danny. We're going to be talking about Blow Your Bone. And then I'm going to have JP on. We're going to talk about Close Calls Brick Walls. That that That's my favorite one. So That's going to be an awesome episode. That one is going to be an awesome episode. I'm going to have him back for Mother of Mankind, of course. Because I yeah, feel like, I needed... like he's the combo pack, kind of. Yeah, I'm basically going to like make him listen to an, like an hour and a half long Andrew WK album. That's <laughs> basically what I'm doing. Um, but that's okay. He's going to love it. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to kick him off the show and won't invite him back for the final episode. Yeah. Uh, which will be fun. So we're going to go through them all. Yes. Every single episode. So Andrew Wayne Knight, Andrew Winter Claws. Weak, Winter Claws. We were saying Andrew Weak, weak Knees. Oh, for weak Knees. Yeah. yeah, we got Weak Knees for Andrew. Well, he had his strong knees the way he was bending back in that one Well, we were, we were thinking about calling the show Weak Knees for Andrew. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We decided against it, but we were thinking about it. I do like it. But. I'm not 100% sold on the name I went with, but I will, it's just so hard. I will to, say, now if you want to try and claim Potty Hard, I will charge you for it. I don't want to claim that one. I wouldn't dare. All right, well, would, gonna, I don't have I'm enough I'm actually going to start it. an unrelated podcast called Potty Hard. You should do an after show. <laughs> like you do with Jinsel. It starts with a flush. <laughs> that album's stung. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just like a really you hate them all <laughs> fucking hate this guy I'm your host Steve Mike <laughs> that, that's an awesome idea you well, should do a Steve Mike alter ego that does an after show that um, hates all of these I albums. feel like you should do that you already came up with yeah, it but it has, it's more fun if it's the same person I feel like you're right Cut but I, but I just like pitch shift my voice yeah. down like he does. Hey, what's up? I'm Steve Mike. Yo, some guy, Steve Mike here. I get wet. More like shitty album. How do you get Christian Chest on recording this? <laughs> I mean, he should play Steve Mike. Well, anyway. Do you think? Well, no, no. What were you gonna say? That name kind of fits him, right? Christian Chestnut. Yeah, Steve Mike. Or sorry, oh, are you saying his name should be Steve Mike? Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe it should be Steve Mike. Uh, maybe. Then we have Fabiola Mike. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Fabula Chestnut, though. Steve Andrade. This is for no one. Steve Andrade. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Christian should take Andrade. I agree. Wow, I don't know, though. Christian Chestnut. He's got a good, like, I don't know. That's a good name. I agree. But if his name's Steve Mike, you might it's as well a good be Steve Andrade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he was Steve Mike. <laughs> if I were Steve Mike. Dun, dun. Andrew W K. Uh oh, there you go. Getting a live feed Uh-oh. here. James Holmes is live. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna call for now, but we'll be back with. Yeah, we're gonna close call. We'll be back now. talking about blow your bone. Talking about close calls, brick walls. Talking about fifty-five Cadillac. Talking about other. Talking about mother of mankind. Talking about you're not alone. From blow your oh, bone. Oh. To what? That's right. Getting it, that is. Getting it, that is. <laughs> I, I almost left out Gundam Rock. That's coming. And we're going to have Chavez on that for that one. I hate to say it, but you'll feel like you have to do a Destroy, Build, Destroy episode also. I'm going to cover that in other. Well, I don't know. Hoskins seems to know more about it than me. So maybe that post show will just will end up being talking about that. I haven't seen Hoskins that much. Hoskins really seems like a wealth of knowledge. Oh, he is. You, you, there's so much 
to him. I just leaked all over myself when I said a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> well, we can learn a lot I'm from I'm salivating Hoskins. at the thought of Austin's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, did I ever tell you about the time when Chavez and JP were at Ben's with me and, uh, JP just said something crazy like he always does. And, yeah. and like Chavez's like onion fell out of his uh, burger and he said like, my onion jumped out of my burger to escape your opinion. <laughs> Until next time. Hey, goodbye. Keep partying. Goodbye. Woo.